Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national PR firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a community of bloggers who share their personal experiences and wisdom gains throughout their lives. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's guest is Pamela McMurtry, author of A Harvest and Halloween Handbook and Event Maven, from organizing to decor to food. Pam does it all. So thank you for being here, Pam. Oh, my pleasure, Stacey. Thank you for having me. Well, it's our pleasure, and let's talk about why fall is so fun. And what are some of the some of the best ways or some of your favorite ways to celebrate this beautiful season with family and friends? Oh, thank you. Well, I think it starts with nature. The colors turn red and orange and yellow, and it's just kind of like a party just waiting to happen. And I think one of the reasons that we love Halloween so much is because it's just so whimsical. I mean, what other day of the year can you dress up however you want? go around, collect candy, just act silly. You know, your inner child just gets a little wild on Halloween, and Mm -hmm. I think people love to express, excuse me, their um, creativity that way. Yeah, and speaking of creativity, Pam, I mean, that's something that you're pretty good at in terms of creating all of these wonderful themes for get-togethers and events and parties. What are some of your favorite themes for fall, uh, how can you? How can we do something different? Let's say for a Halloween party this year. Oh, thank you for for bringing that up. Um, I love doing creative work as an artist. Every time I hear something, my brain goes like six different directions, <laughs> which mm-hmm. can be difficult for linear thought, but it's great for creative work. And what I've done is taken a lot of favorite things from my family and from our culture and kind of turn them into Halloween party ideas. Um, I personally am not a big fan of the macabre. I, being an artist, have a little anxiety, and as a child, I was kind of a scared little person, and so I've always tried to avoid the really creepy, scary stuff and mm-hmm. look for fun alternatives. And some of my favorite things are to take favorite literary um, selections like The Wizard of Oz or Alice in Wonderland or something like that, add some pumpkins and some autumn colors and just kind of turn that into a a Halloween theme or a fall theme. I think that um, parents and, and other folks can think about what they like and easily turn it into a Halloween party that they really enjoy doing. Um, pumpkins are actually the number one retail icon for Halloween. Um, items with pumpkins sell the best of everything, and so there's plenty out there to choose from. And I think um, you can make it really easy. I, I do have a background in catering, and I've fortunately learned some gourmet cooking techniques and things like that, but everybody doesn't have time to really go all out, and so you can simplify it by having a couple of great dishes you know, some, some, a little bit of great decor, some orange lights, and just really have a good time with that. Now, Pam, as a young family, do you have specific suggestions for moms who might want to start traditions, things they do every year uh, with their children? Do you have any ideas uh, for 
for uh, families with kids, let's say in the five, six-year-old range, that really now they're excited about it and uh, understanding it and wanting to celebrate it. I think along with along with everyone else and gaining friends and that sort of a thing. Uh, what are some suggestions for you for for or for young families that you might have to uh, create these kind of memories traditions? Well, I think when I've talked to other moms and their children, especially grown children, one of the first things that comes up is the food. If you have a certain dish that you serve every Halloween, whether it's pizza or tacos or, you know, whatever your family likes, and serve that, honestly, that goes a long way. Um, we have a kind of a cauldron, a ceramic-looking cauldron that we put drinks in with dry ice to make it bubbly. Um a lot of families like to carve pumpkins. We used to go to pumpkin patches and pick our pumpkins, you know, in the fields, which is just really so much more interesting than going to the store. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, there may be stories, movies that you like to share. I like to do a little thing that I call caramel apple dippers, where we just cut up apples and melt a little bit of caramel and dip the apple slices in caramel while we're reading stories, Mother Goose or some of the classic Halloween stories. That's a lot of fun. Just really simple things like that can mean a lot to children, and they become traditions when they're repeated annually. And so you have to pick carefully. <laughs> right. You will, you will be involved with repeating it. <laughs> sure it's something yeah. you enjoy doing, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if For it goes well, you know. <laughs> exactly. So... That's yeah. Um, you don't want to pick something maybe too complicated. That maybe no, one year you'll just think no. like, oh God, I don't want to do this this year. Right. I just don't have it in me. So so funny. And, take you know, carefully. Sure, and with the winter holidays right behind, you know, you've got to kind of because <laughs> uh-huh. you will have you know more opportunities to go big with your celebrations and entertaining then. But um, exactly, and you know, actually, with the holidays right behind, that brings up a a question I have. What are some ways? Uh, that people can plan get-togethers for fall. Maybe it's not just Halloween, but but fall get-togethers. But also stay on a budget. Do you have any sort of uh, cost-cutting or uh, strategies that people can use when celebrating in the fall? Absolutely. For one thing, if if you can cook or even you know cook decently, you can save. Gosh, maybe a third the cost of buying prepared foods. You know, say you went to a caterer or restaurant or something, which I should not say because I'll put myself out of business, but cooking from scratch (laughs) is very inexpensive. And you can use um, a French bread recipe, which I've got in my book, and you can pull up really easily. You can make breadsticks. You can make pumpkin bowls and put homemade soup in them. Bread costs hardly anything to make, but the effect, you know, it's the presentation that is just amazing Mm -hmm. when you do things like that. Um, I've got some really great recipes that are easy to follow and not not terribly expensive and really make quite an impact in your entertaining. Also, as a young mom, I used to buy costume pieces. I used to make my children's costumes like my mother did and buy things like long sleeve t-shirts and tights and things that um, would be the foundation for the costume that could be used later for school or, you know, just warm dressing and maybe add a little felt Topper, you know, of a certain costume. We used to make their um, accessories, little brooches and things like that, that really made the costume. Plus, that was something I could do with the children. And so we had a project and the, you know, the artistic 
benefit of that as well. You can do a lot of decorating with things from nature. You can go out and collect some branches with autumn leaves. If you, um, we can't do it now, it's a little late to grow pumpkins, but a family could plant some pumpkins back around Mother's Day, say, and, and have their own great pumpkins for Halloween. You can um, look at, gosh, I do graphic art. That's part of my art thing that I do. But you can make posters and decorations fairly inexpensively. <clears throat> Excuse me, using your favorite um, icons. And also, I do thrifting. I love that. I love going and finding treasures that, you know, mm-hmm. that work for my sense of aesthetic that somebody else didn't care for quite so much. And I have gotten some of the cutest things I can tell you for a dollar or two dollars. So it takes a little time to do that, but the hunt is part of the fun. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah. So you can really do a lot for not much money. Well, that's all good news because, you know, fall is upon us here and uh, Halloween will be coming soon. We are in October. And so I'm sure you're going to have a lot of uh, fun, uh, fun things planned for your family and friends, and our listeners can learn more about how they can do the same uh, by visiting Pam's uh, website, pammcmurtry.com, and I'll spell that for you. That's Pam, P-A-M, and then M-C-M-U-R-T-R-Y.com. So you can learn more about Pamela McMurtry and, of course, her latest book, A Harvest in Halloween handbook. So thank you, Pam, for being with us. Oh, my pleasure, Stacey, and happy Halloween to you. And you too. This <laughs> podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the National Publicity Firm, Annie Jennings PR, and the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine, a diverse community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers that share helpful and perhaps life-changing posts and podcasts. So please enjoy more on JenningsWire.com and discover the bloggers that could be perfect for you. Till next time.